programming control. As a small biz grower, so we grow. Using procurement, programming control. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Business Zone with Crystal. And Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, folks, if you're just joining or you've never joined us before, this is going to be an amazing show. Crystal and I, we're going to make, make you guys smile today. <laughs> yes, it's our holiday. It's going to be our last show before the holiday. And we just want to wish everybody a happy, merry Christmas and a new year. And I don't know about you guys, but I am super excited about getting through this year. And get so how was your week? Oh, man, it was crazy busy. I had all kinds of proposals to do. Um, I had one for the L.A. Latino Chamber that I had to submit. And then uh, there's another one for Chase Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, that I had to submit also. So um, I'm just, you know, now waiting to get response and see what happens, you know? Yeah, this is my proposal week. I had to do Edison. Um, I did one for the County of Los Angeles, which we were we were awarded yesterday. Oh, and, I, and I'm gonna share that with you guys. Oh, so right. um, uh, that one is for us to, um, and I'll share it over with you. Congratulations, co-host. Thank you. So we are supporting um, slow to spread during the holiday season of COVID, making sure that we stay at home and and we follow the basics of washing our hands and wearing our mask and avoiding our crowds. So for the next uh, 10, 15 days, Recycling Black Dollars, they, they provided us with a social media outreach kit and we will be um, posting um, on our social media platforms and sharing with everyone we know to to be safe this holiday season. Uh, one of the things that we do know is that during Thanksgiving season, uh, that um, during Thanksgiving, unfortunately, about 56 million people traveled. Oh and and Lord. we're living that right now. Um, mm -hmm. The people that came back and and been infected and and so we just want to make sure everyone is safe. And yeah. we want also to know <laughs> that if you've been exposed and even though you're not um, showing any symptoms, you still are a carrier. You still yeah. are a spreader. Right. And uh, you just may, your immune system may be strong enough to fight it, but you come in contact with your elderly grandmother or, or your, your, uh, you know, your friends that are, have a compar compromised immune systems and yeah. you can actually be the one that could be the carrier and the spreader uh, that could really end their lives. Wow. <laughs> so wow. I think people need to be more responsible. <laughs> um, and so um, I, I just want us to be safe. And, I, and so we were awarded that. I like those kind of proposals that where they award you in two days. Uh, that, that's a good feeling, man. And so, <laughs> so we did that. And then um, I'm going to be speak. Um, I'm going to be one of the presenters or 
um, doing webinars for uh, Vermont Slauson. Oh, great. Starting um, when? Uh, January or February? Starting January. I think it's January 5th, actually. I'm going to do my cash flow um, I like uh, that. Uh, a presentation that I do and and then I'm going to eventually be doing hey for Alfred and then I'm going to be eventually doing um uh QuickBooks and Wave training and also understanding bookkeeping for the small business that owner. That is beautiful. Make sure you record it because we need to have that posted on your website so folks can go there and learn and go through the seminars themselves at their own pace. So, yeah. I think that's well needed. Yeah, so excited about that. And then I'm also um, been recontracted to continue doing. Um, in fact, I've been added to the team for the new Women's uh, Business Center. Oh, um, great. Because so, uh, I've been doing a series of workshop, uh, workshops on starting your business oh, and the excellent. processes of your business. So excellent. I was uh, told this week by, by Ruth uh, Garcia that uh, they've included me in the team and All they're right. changing over some things. So that's exciting. So that Congratulations, starts. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. I'm getting like you, Coles. <laughs> I like I'm that. diversifying. That's right. <laughs> Several income streams. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> right. So, so I guess I proved my wealth, my worth, and, yes. and everyone loves me. So Yes, that's beautiful. So that's cool. So that I'm excited. I'm excited. There's a lot of good stuff happening. Oh, my wow. plan, my plan is during the holiday season, I'm I'm down, I'm shut down as of uh, Christmas Eve. And my plan is to get my online course up and ready for launching in the first month of January. That's the, or at least in February. That's the plan. So Beautiful. hopefully I will be my brain will be clear and mm -hmm. I can do that. <laughs> I like so what's, that. what's your plans for 2021? Well I'm gonna start doing a lot of virtual seminars uh online and I want to help businesses to build their back office so they understand what they need to do in order to be a competent business because Many lenders, many contract providers see small businesses as fledgling. They don't see them as, as respectable, as knowing what they're doing. So um, this is a good thing. This is good. So I want to put that out there and show small businesses how to set up their back office so they can come across as being competent and that they know what they're doing and have all their compliance information in one place so they can access it. So... So that's one of my, my big things that I'm doing. And of course, you know, with Small Biz Pro, we're gonna, we're gonna be uh, targeting some, some larger corporations so we can um, try to obtain some licenses, try to find a licensing deal with, with one of them. Okay. And, oh yeah, so we wanna take it international, man, so. Awesome, I'm excited yeah. for you. So yeah. we see all this good stuff is gonna happen oh, in, yeah. in 2021, really, really excited. COVID forced us, we, we have to do something because COVID cornered us in a corner and you know what happened. You know, yeah, with, 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 with a sharp with a sharp entrepreneur, when you're cornered in a corner, you find a way to get out you of there. You find a way grow. to get out. You find a, you find a little <laughs> tiny hole and you keep nibbling at it and then you just bust yep. through. That's what that's, you're supposed to do as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur. Well, yeah, and, that's and you're also working on an, an app for recycling black dollars, right? I am. So you do you want to see it? Yeah. We have, 
we yeah. have the live prototype up, we're going to start. Uh, well, the sales is already going on, yeah. but I just want everybody to know we want all uh, uh, black businesses to be listed in that's in the Southern California, greater Los Angeles area listed yeah. in it. We are really, really excited. Uh, Armand has Armand Santos, my you know my social media, my so my my digital partner. Yeah. He is super excited about it, and Good. so this is going to be what it's going to look like. All right. And so this up here will be our our logo. It's um this is a going to be a co-branded product with uh, Recycling Black Dollars in the Los Angeles Urban League, yeah. and uh, um. It's going to operate not just an app. It's going to operate as a environment, a digital um, platform environment that not only will list the businesses and activities, but also making sure you know what's going on in the community and highlighting and 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 and, and supporting our businesses in the community. So this big piece in the middle that's celebrating the 100 years of the Urban League, right. every. This will change with every promotional uh, projects that that is going on. So uh, in in black in February it will be Black History Month. Um, in uh, March it'll be Women's Business Month. In April it will be Black Business Month. So every month we'll have. So it's going to be created like a um, a, uh, a a mall, and yeah. then we're going to have the deals and the dining and the I entertainment. Like that. Is that not nice? I like and, that. And then it's going to have other promotional stuff that will be put, uh, will be placed in that placard. And then the services is going to do business spotlights. Hello, neighbor. What's going on in the community? That's a blog link. And right. then community resources and where you can go to get assistance. And then discovering the best community has to offer. So these will be businesses and members of RBD. Then, like and then that, that will be our feed. Is that not beautiful? I like that. And and you're going to be featuring businesses, right, from time to time? Yeah, businesses and individuals like yourself and yeah. anyone that's doing some major things uh, that we just want to. Um, uh, yes, Marta's there. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. She's in the green room. Oh, okay. um, so, so we're just really excited. And this is, you know, this is something that RBD has been working toward for a while. Uh, good afternoon, Gregory. Good afternoon, Alfred. Glad to have you. So um, so we're excited about this, that. So we want to make great. sure every business is listed well, so you know we can what I, support them. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to team up with Recycling Black Dollars. So... Uh, with Small Biz Pro, so when your members subscribe to Small Biz Pro, you guys get a percentage of it. I'd like to do okay. that for you. So that oh, will well, help, fantastic. That, that will help to take you on a wider level. You see what I mean? Okay. Beautiful. And then we are also um, we're looking for people to help us sell ads and outreach. So for every ad that is sold, uh, yeah. we have a package going on, $200 package, which will get you a membership to RBD as well as a ad in the print guide and an interactive ad on the digital app. And that interactive app will take you to your websites, to your social media. They will have links to you. <laughs> Then there will be upgrades if you want uh, push notifications and augmented reality and all the things, all the bells and whistles. So there's up, there's up. So so you get twenty percent commission on everything yeah. that you sell. Yeah, that's beautiful. And 
Yeah. And we're looking at creating a whole community for the procurement supplier diversity com yeah. uh, uh, component. Going to be working with Karen Blackwell on some things to make that a, a very robust in environment. So, yeah. Uh, suppliers know where primes are, and primes know where suppliers are, and subs yeah. know where primes are. That's so amazing, calls. I am so yeah. happy for you. So excited, excited. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, one thing I can say about COVID, even though it killed over 311,000 people, which is more than the city of Alhambra, the city of Inglewood, <laughs> and, and, and Covina put together, <laughs> you know it that is devastating but at least covid forced us to to recreate regenerate and come up with new strategies i, I don't just want to say pivot but to really make us start examining ourselves the market and business a different kind of way and our make our approaches different so i like that yeah so that yeah that's the silver linings that's the COVID silver linings that yeah. that has really pushed people uh to do to be their best to do their best and to pivot and change making sure that their business is going to be operating on a on a global national and a global level so that's that's yeah. perfect so we're ready to bring in our guests i'm excited to learn i've read about her oh my gosh she's so impressive she is phenomenal. That's why I booked her. I'm saying, I got to have this lady on here. She is amazing. Los Angeles, see the city of Los Angeles know some about her, but the whole county of Los Angeles don't know about her yet. So hopefully after today, everybody will know about her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm excited to bring her on, but I want to let you know, you referred someone to me and um, she called me for something entirely different. I turned her on to the mini grant at Urban League oh. and she was awarded the mini grant. Oh, she is so excited. So who Nalita, Nalisha oh, Price. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Nalisha, Nalisha Price. She's one of my clients. Oh, man, she's a hard Nalisha worker. Nalisha Price. Yeah, she's a hard worker. She has a, a nail salon. Uh, it's called um, Glow, yeah. Glow Within. Within, Within Me Glow or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's in, amazing. Within Me Glow. So Within Me Glow, yes. She was warded. All right, all right. I'm so happy. She was awarded last night. I am so happy. See, that's what I like. I like it when small businesses <laughs> get our instructions and they they act on it, and 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 we see results. So that's great. Yeah, so I'm sure she's gonna call you because she's oh, yeah. she's over the moon right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to our guest, uh, Miss Marta Segura. So you wanna um, do the honors, or you want me to do the honors? I, I think since you have her bio there, because I don't have it on my screen right now, I would <laughs> love to do it because I just love this woman. But go ahead and do it for me, Martha. Welcome oh, to the business zone. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Gail. Marta, welcome, Marta. It's such a pleasure to meet you, and we're so happy to have you. And I am just so impressed by what I read about you, and everyone Thanks. should know about you. Uh, Marta is a social impact strategist and a, a leadership coach. Uh, she has a, a um, I guess, a um, 
a signature program, the Segura Strategies for Good. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. She helps, uh, she has raised millions of dollars for nonprofits and fund giving millions to to great causes over the years. She will help take you to that next level and her, and she likes working with women of color to help them overcome adversity and, um, and, um, and help them uh, become leaders in their businesses. So we want to welcome welcome you, and we are so excited to have you on our last show of the year. Wow! And uh, and and and, <laughs> and hopefully to help people go into twenty twenty one with all kinds of motivation. So welcome <laughs> to the business zone. <laughs> Thank you both, Crystal and Gail, for having me on your show. It's so oh, fun. Yeah, I was I was listening to everything with such interest. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I'm like, I want to be part of that conversation. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about in 2021 because Biden is not going to be quite the um, the news feed. <laughs> but well, 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 trust me, this dude is not going to go quietly. He's going to be in the background trolling everyone. So we'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, push for, right? Because yeah. The system is going to be what it was yeah. and Biden himself is going to try to be an instrument of change and yeah. then the community voices yours yeah. especially will yeah. have to help him push for that significant change because it's yeah, not going to be easy even if we win Georgia even uh, if we win yeah. Georgia yeah. it's right. still not going to be easy because we have the old system in place oh, what yeah. we want is the new system right it's, so it's, it's, one way or the like, other there's going to be a lot to change and a lot like, to talk about it's like having four raggedy tires on your car and you replace <laughs> only two of them that's the right other, the other two is going to mess it up you, anyway you need everything and you need a huge tune-up and all of the other stuff too for sure so, so marta segura tell us who Martha Segura is. <laughs> well, I have had so many different um, evolutions, right? I started off um, in the corporate sector, but went to UCLA um, for, you know, more philanthropic work. And then I was picked up by the California Endowment. They offered me a position as a program officer. And that's when I started my philanthropic work and giving away money to nonprofit organizations. But my job as a as a program officer was to identify organizations a lot like you do in the small business community, yeah. identify the organizations that are represented by people of color yeah. and serve people of color yeah. and serve the most marginalized communities. And that's when I really began to understand, Hey, capacity building is needed in the nonprofit sector so that they can absorb mm -hmm. those dollars and grow. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I realized that our leaders were yeah burnt out, overwhelmed, exhausted, didn't have enough training, never had enough money. Mm -hmm. So what then I, I realized is that they need coaching, they need yeah. training, they need capacity building, they need our support. And it's never been truer than today. Wow. Um, Post-Trump, post-COVID, yeah. um, our nonprofit and business leaders are completely <laughs> exhausted and all of us are waiting for 2021 because we want, this, right. we want this exhaustion to end, but it's not going to end by itself. As both of you know, yeah. they need leaders like Crystal and Gil and, and myself yeah. Yeah. to be yeah. there for them, giving them some encouragement, wisdom. Um, and my style is look, all of us has have this, have this wisdom within. 
Yeah. Sometimes all people need to pull that wisdom out is a sounding board. Somebody to empathetically listen to them and yeah. pull out very carefully the 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 ideas that will work to transform their leadership and to transform the leadership of the organization. Yeah. Whether it's a, it's whether it's a business or a nonprofit, because a nonprofit organization, I guess most people don't really get this. They are a business. Yeah. The only real difference is that the bottom line profit margin goes back into the programs yeah. versus giving more and more raises all of the time. Although wow. some nonprofit leaders do get paid super well, they get yeah. paid what corporate executives get paid sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So it really just depends whether we're talking about a United Way or whether we're talking about a small nonprofit or a medium-sized nonprofit that's just getting started. And then there's this whole new area developing that I think will interest businesses. Yeah. And it's called the social enterprise, right? Mm, yeah. More yeah. and more um, people are choosing not to start a nonprofit, but to do a social enterprise yeah. because our world is changing. Oh, yeah. We, we are all pivoting. Um, and this pod podcasts are really the targeted way that we're going to be reaching out to to other individuals who also wish to be part of the wave of the future, right? You know, you know what's amazing, Marta? Crystal, <laughs> Crystal and I have been social enterprising for the last 10, 15 years. And right. it's like it's like it's like we don't really call it that, but that's what it really is. Because it is. A, lot, a, a lot of what we do is we are giving back to the community. We spend a lot of time with small businesses, giving yep. them free, free coaching, free consulting, you know, or, or discount coaching and discount consulting. And yep. we don't really charge them our regular rate because we know a lot of them don't have money. A lot of them are struggling. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing the social enterprise thing for so long. Yeah. Un unbelievable. And yeah. I actually have told, uh, you know, being, I'm um, Marta, in addition to being a, a talk show uh, 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 the, uh, host here, I have a, uh, a coaching practice, business coaching practice. But in oh. addition to that, I run a nonprofit. It's called yeah. uh, Recycling Black Dollars. Yeah. And, um, and I'm the co-director for that organization. Oh, congratulations. And That's awesome. Thank, thank yeah. you. And so that, and I have that, like you, from the very beginning, from when I first started my own business, there's always mm. been that philanthropy side of me. And mm. so when that opportunity came up, it's like, yeah. And then it, and it kind of coincided with what I was doing for business owners. And now, you know, our members are small business owners. So it kind of works out that, but when people come to me for coaching and they're saying, I want to start a nonprofit. Well, you and I both know it's difficult to raise money for small nonprofits would mm -hmm. that have, you know, very altruistic purposes to be on right. the planet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Corporations don't quite fit, are not all that touchy feely with the altruistic feelings that you have. Wow. And so getting our organizations funded is difficult. So I'm always encouraging people you need to have a for profit arm. You need to mm -hmm. be able to generate your own revenue yeah. so that you're not completely reliant on right. their revenue and then your programs come to a screeching halt or mm -hmm. you, the organization comes to a screeching halt because you don't have the funds to go through that to, right. go, uh, to be to carry out. So how do you go about helping nonprofits um, bridge that gap? Right. Well, I mean, when I would advise, you know, somebody who wanted to start a nonprofit who hadn't actually started it yet, 
first I would ask them like, what is it that you want to accomplish? And if what they wanted to accomplish was already the mission of several other nonprofit organizations, then I'd say, have you done like the SWOT analysis, right? Yeah. The strengths, the weaknesses assessment, yeah. so that you could see whether you're duplicating something or you actually have an innovative idea right. that's different than what already exists. Right. So if there's already a nonprofit, and let's say it's recycling for black dollars and somebody else has an idea very similar to that, I would encourage them to come and talk to you because yeah. why? If they have an innovative idea, but they want to start from scratch, maybe it's a better idea to propose it as a program yeah. for black dollars, yeah. kind of like a joint, you know, partnership, yeah. Yeah. partnership where this is their idea. They're going to develop it. They're going to create it. You get to decide, right? Whether it's yeah. a good fit for recycling for black dollars, but they can right. propose it to you like their own proposal right. and, then, and then say, this is what I want to do. And this is how I want to pilot it. And I will be in charge. I right. will do the fundraising, but it will be in synchrony, in collaboration with Recycling for Black Dollars. So I have encouraged lots of people to go that route. The other mm -hmm. route is um, there are like incubators, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like mm -hmm. community partners, the Tides Foundation. So if you want to see whether your idea works, but you don't want to board, you don't want to incorporate, you don't want to spend a lot of money um, building that portion of it up, you yeah. just go to an incubator and propose it to them like I would to a nonprofit, right? You right. can incubate a nonprofit or you could incubate at an incubator. And oh. so community partners does that. You send them your proposal. Look, this is what I want to do. I want to recycle black dollars in Watts. Yeah. And um, I specifically want to cater to restaurants. And this is my strategy. And, and then coaches, somebody like yourself, Crystal or me or Gil would say, right. okay, well, have you thought about this? Let's, let's shape your program together so that when you present it to community partners or you, you present it to a nonprofit or tides, you know, I would help them identify those incubators, for example, and yeah. ideas who to submit that proposal to. Yeah. And then, and then they can get going much sooner rather than later. And right. they can identify whether their idea is, is, is worth pursuing their own nonprofit for mm -hmm. if, it, you know, if it's successful for multiple years at community partners, for example, then they actually help them incorporate. They actually help them go to the next level so that form, they aren't, um, they aren't alone. Right. To form their own entity. Right. Yeah. Or you could do what crystal does. You know, you could be, you could have your side hustle. Yeah. Right. Or your main hustle, whatever, and start a nonprofit, and then and then this nonprofit actually uh, synchronizes with the kind of work that you do anyway, right? Yeah. But yeah. then you right. have to be really careful to keep those separate yeah. expenses and separate books. So you're going to need a really really good accountant and advisor to make sure yeah. that they um, overlap just the right way, right? That is, that right, is some exactly. great. That, that is some great pointers there, Martha. I never mm -hmm. thought of thought of it that way. You know, I've, I've thought about nonprofits and all of that before, but see, that's what your experience brings to the table. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> you've, been, you've been doing this for years and mm -hmm. it has worked. So I, I like that flavor. I like what you bring there. That's great.
Thank you. Yeah. And, and I more, think that the more I talk to you, the more I'm falling in love with you, Martha. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, and, so, and, you know, take it for example, for doing this COVID time, most of the monies that were, were put out there on the street were not for nonprofits. They were yeah. for, they were all for for-profit businesses. So yeah. a lot of the nonprofits are, are being forced to close their doors, but yeah. they do have strong programs. And, and I do the same thing, Marta. I tell, um, in fact, I recently I, I helped, uh, I was instrumental in helping bring a small nonprofit with a, pro with a program to the Los Angeles Urban League. And so now they're, they're not having to, you know, they can breathe easily because the program is growing at its at a natural speed as opposed right. to a panic speed because mm -hmm. you're trying to keep the doors open and now great things are taking place for them and there definitely was a synergy for them and some history there and so I think with I think with um, nonprofits, though, sometimes they, the, the directors, the founders, they have, uh, it's like their baby, right? right. And, and I don't want to share my baby with anybody, mm -hmm. but it actually ends up hurting them in the long run. Right. It does. It does. Yeah, we call that the founder syndrome, right? <laughs> when, when, yeah. you want, when you think it's yours and your idea, and when I get that vibe from somebody, yeah. that they're not going to want to expand, that they're not going to want to build other leaders, that they're not going to want to eventually have it belong to the larger community. Yeah. Then that's a signal that they may not be in the right place, they, may, they, they or they may need to be an entrepreneur instead yeah, of yeah. a nonprofit, right? Yeah. So it doesn't mean that idea can't work. Right. It just may not work as a nonprofit organization. Yeah. It might work much yeah. better as a social enterprise right. or as a business, right? right. right. But, but people have the misunderstanding that if they start a nonprofit, they're going to get all of these grants. And I think that's why a lot of the people who want to do good go or start with that idea. Yeah. But I think it's a misunderstanding and and I think the expertise that the three of us have can lead people down the right roadmap right, right. to make sure that they're successful and yeah. that, you know, and maybe they won't be successful in the first year, but they'll learn from their failures and keep moving forward and refine and define their model. Like, for example, mm -hmm. if they start off as a nonprofit at the Urban League, but then, you know, the relationships are good. It's going well, but everybody realizes, you know what? This is such a great idea, but it's much better as a business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you've incubated a business, which is just as great as incubating a nonprofit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, both could happen with, with the support of institutions like the Urban League. And that's why those are so critical in our community right. because no, they do no. provide that kind of support. Now, Martha, um, I know you've been working on a solar program. I really would love for you to share that information with our audience to let them know what is it you're doing and how it's helping minorities and Latinos to grow mm -hmm. and expand their business also with that concept. So, Well, I'm at the... I'm at the research phase of this, oh, of this oh, okay. program. So let me just be very clear. Oh, what, okay. what, ha what happened was... Um, I was doing research for my own solar panel installation because as you all know, utility rates are increasing yeah. um, tremendously. The, the, before the pandemic hit, legislation was passed to increase our utility rates for various yeah. reasons. 
Um, and then the pandemic hit and now people are getting bills for three, four, five, six months. Right. Wow. And, and they're getting bills of over a thousand in, in Compton. Oh, I know this individual for three months, their water utility alone was $900. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, and it is, it is. And there was no education. There was no information diffused that, hey, water rates are increasing while we have this program moratorium so that people don't have to pay. Right. So when they're, they're getting their bills and they're, they're absolutely shocked at their bills. Wow. So wow. what where I'm getting at with this, Gil, is that there is very little representation in the solar energy industry of yeah. Latinos and African-Americans and other people of color. Yeah. They're not selling it. Wow. We're not selling it. Wow. Um, they're not the builders or the, or the installers. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, and we're not part of that economy. So I think mm -hmm. maybe this could be a huddle with, with, with you um, later on, because if we want to recycle black yes. dollars, for example, it would be so great when the new green new deal comes from the Biden administration or whatever he calls it, the yeah. climate deal, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be a renewable energy. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of money for the renewable energy industry. Yeah. So if we're not plugged into it as businesses, as salespeople, as experts in some way in the pipeline of getting solar or another renewable to our homes, to our communities, then we're both going to miss out on the opportunity to get it installed and also um, have a business that responds to that. And that's I love that idea. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah, we definitely can have that conversation because, you know, we know that there are going to be a number of individuals that are going to have to pivot their, their old businesses are not going to, they're not, they're not going to exist. So yeah. we have to start preparing our new, our businesses for what the future is. And if right. we have an entry um, uh, to uh, the solar and I know the solar has kind of been like on the peripherals. I remember yeah. Years ago, uh, having a conversation with Edison, they're one of RBD's sponsors, and you know, about ten years ago, they were really struggling with that with that entry way of the solar, mm -hmm. and and I was just, you know, they were they were struggling because they felt that wait, we're now paying them, as mm -hmm. you know, we have to pay back, right? And right. and so I I could never understand why did you why weren't you guys the forerunners in this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, yeah. Why didn't you jump in there? That way you wouldn't have to be paying anybody back. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. So I, mm -hmm. they told me it was not their business model. So, you know, mm -hmm. so, so there you have it. <laughs> right. So what I'm trying to do is figure out a way to talk about procurement to our municipalities, to our state government, to ensure that our contractors, our businesses, our roof installers, everybody who's a natural sort of fit for that mm -hmm. gets gets the information, gets retrained, gets their capacity built so that they can be ready for for that pivot. If they don't, for example, they don't have to stop being contractors and they don't even have to stop being roof installers. They can add this to their businesses, right? Yeah, and right. that's just one it right? right the other right. part is sales and the sales is phenomenal especially if you're selling to commercial developments if you're selling yeah. 
solar or other renewables to commercial developments, people are making more money there than they are um, selling mortgages, right? Yeah. Selling selling houses and refinancing. It's a, yeah. it's actually more lucrative than 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 that. So when I realized that there was this um, lack of information flowing to our communities and everybody that I was talking to to get bids or contracts for solar panels was not from our community, actually with mm. one exception. And they're right. called, have their name, they're called Green Improvements. And every oh. single person there, I'll have to share their information with you, is an African-American. Oh, and wow. the lead engineer um, uh, installed Arnold Schwarzenegger's house, I mean, wow. solar on his house when he was the governor. Wow. So this guy knows what he's doing. And wow. to be honest with you, out of all of the companies that I interviewed, they were the most capable, the most thorough, the most responsive. Um, they came out and inspected the house. The others don't inspect your house. They just want to sell you yeah, the loan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The financing. And their model is the reverse. They, mm -hmm. they interview over the phone and then they come inspect your home with professionals though, with yeah. professionals. So yeah. I guess what I'm saying with that example is that it's not that we don't have the technical know-how and capacity because we do wow. right we, we just need to make sure that information flows so um i wanted to I'm, I'm glad that you asked me to speak about it but what i'd like to do yeah. is um, send you the information that i have on mm -hmm. um, where people can get their certification to yeah. to install solar where people can get their certification to sell solar but wow. more importantly it's a policy move where chambers right whether they're african-american chambers latino chambers yeah. we all for dollars to come to support us like we're doing for restaurants right now yeah. mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. engage people and encourage them to be ready for those dollars as they as they begin to get distributed so we're still right. at the right time to be able to flow that information out so people can build their capacity. I, I think that's absolutely awesome because that's kind of what happened with the satellite satellite and cable TV, right? A cable when when they came when they emerged, they had to have a special point, a training program to train mm -hmm. all of the um, tech people and then mm -hmm. the customer service people. And then of course then it became satellite and then it became fiber optics. And so that was a process that took was that took place over the last 20 years. So right. I, solar, it would be the same type of uh, structuring, yeah. right? Right. And it's just like anything else. You have to know how to navigate it. You have to know who the lobbyists are for it right now, what the major corporations are doing that's yeah. that's benefiting them. So it's basically just then diffusing that information, but also having special investments so people can pivot, right? Yeah. So, so companies that exist right now can pivot and can do it. So that's what the commitment I want to make to you. No matter yeah. where, what I do or what I focus on, I want to make sure that this is an equitable distribution of resources that trickles in hard to black and brown communities so that, you know, because they want us to have solar rooftops, whether yeah. we're apartment buildings or whether we're homeowners. Right. So if we're going to be buying solar or installing solar, we also want to be part of the other equation which exactly. is people installers right yeah 
Well, yeah, so, let's for sure sit down and talk about that because I think you're out. We, we got it right now. That's one of the things COVID has taught us is that we have to be forward moving and we have to be on top of whatever that next trend in trend mm -hmm. is so that we can make sure our, um, that our people, black and brown people, are a part of this equation. And yeah. uh, all of this, what we're doing, the whole diversity, the inclusion, this is ultimately what we, we're talking about, not just in words, let's make it an actionable strategic uh, project that we're going to make some change. Because for both of our communities, for the black and brown community, if it's not economically led, we're going to mm -hmm. be exactly where we have been. Right, we have, right. Have, but we have to have money flowing. Yeah, and, and speaking of grants, you were talking about grants earlier. I know that, like the utility companies, like PG&E, Southern California Edison, in particular, um, and others, are providing uh, grants and contracts to nonprofit organizations like the Urban League to teach people of this time of use increase yeah. in our utility rates. I don't know if you've heard of that. No, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, but I, it's, it, but I know they do have some grants for those types of activities. And what's kind of weird about it is that basically they're telling us to tell our communities, guess what? Your utility rates are going to be increasing, you oh, know, Lord. and they're going to be increasing um, to such an extent, you know, that you will need solar panels in order to reduce your energy costs. Wow. Right? If you don't go solar if you don't go renewable or if you live in an apartment and your landlord doesn't go renewable uh -huh. your utility rates will right. increase so it's this whole ecosystem that we have to create but the time of use grants basically are just letting people know hey your rates are going to increase so do something about it but they're not necessarily telling you what to do yeah. So that goes back to the policy that we thought we need. And I know Senator Kamala Harris mm -hmm. created a, uh, the Climate Equity Act last year with uh, uh, Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that now that she's VP, that because that was exactly what it was about, investment yeah. of those dollars into our, our communities, into the most vulnerable communities, right? Yeah, yeah. And, maybe this is out of context here but it to me it connects with the pandemic and yeah. it connects to our health because right. our communities ha also have the most air pollution and right. when you have the most air pollution as you know then you get asthma uh, you know copd yeah. your immune system is compromised and it makes us yeah. more vulnerable so the less pollution we can have in our communities the less vulnerable we are the next time whether it's the this virus or another virus, because our immune systems will be stronger. So it's yeah. all really a circle, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. an investment circle. It's pivoting into the future circle, but it's also connected to our health and our public health and our most marginalized communities across the nation, not just LA, but across the nation. That's right? a good point. That's a very good point. So I know you also have been involved in the chambers and trade associations. I know mm -hmm. you, the LA Latino Chamber, you've been a part mm -hmm. of that. And were you a part of NABO? NLBWA. NLBWA, yeah. yeah and, and, uh, I'm a member of NABO, but, but I haven't really been active in NABO. 
right, right. Um, but the Latino Chamber has been great to me because they both hired me as a consultant. I did their strategic planning probably, you know, whatever, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, but I also just went through Gilbert's class, Gilbert, Gilbert McCann's class. <laughs> because I got all of my back office in order, I got one of those Lacey COVID grants, right? Oh, so okay. that was really phenomenal. That's yeah. what I'm talking so about. Gil was responsible for building my capacity, even though yeah. I'm a capacity builder. So it's, you know, we yeah. all learn from each we other. We have to be right. constantly open to learning from others. If we're yeah. not, then you do lose those opportunities. And what was interesting to me about that grant is it was open to nonprofit organizations. Yeah. That, that COVID grant considered nonprofits as businesses, right? Yeah. So, because they really truly are, they're they businesses. Really are. Yeah. yeah, they are, because they just happen to, to service people and their focus is not on their profits, it's on how many, the capacity of how many people that they can actually help um, mm -hmm. to make a change. Um, and, and it's all based upon that, which is vitally important. When we look at our world today, without our nonprofits, you know, with the homeless situation we have in Los Angeles, uh, with the, um, you know, the racial issues that we have in Los Angeles, you know, our, our nonprofits are working um, over, triple and overtime right now. Um, and, and it's interesting because uh, even with, as I was saying earlier about uh, LA County reaching out to the nonprofits, they reached out to a number of our CBO communities to help them get the word out yeah. to make sure stay safe over the, over the holiday and they offered us a, a small grant for that but yeah. that's the way it really should be right yeah. i mean they should be reaching out to the non-profit supporting the non-profit because we're the ones that are boots on the ground we're yeah. the ones that yeah. are actually having the conversation mm -hmm. sit down we know all their problems we know how they think we yeah. know what their weak points are, what their strengths are. Yeah. No one else knows that but us right. that are in a nonprofit right. environment. Right. Right. That's right. right. We're there for, right? <laughs> I, I hope that they keep doing that because I don't know if you recall this, but when they first gave out grants for communications, it was to these big PR firms. Yes, right? yes, and yes. I don't think, I, I didn't see anything they created. No. Not in my community. I live in View Heights. I'm like, yeah. Never saw anything, you know. Never saw anything, right? Yes, you're absolutely right. It, they they should go to the community, the community leaders, the people who have relationships in the community who can diffuse that information so much faster than a PR firm, you know. Even and, if and they trust it, they trust us. That's right. right. So right. We're, we're telling them to be safe. Mm -hmm. But we're telling them to be safe, not from a material purpose. We're telling them yeah. to be safe because we care about them. But we've already established the fact that we care about them. Yeah. And, yeah. and they have the trust of us. Right. And and then that leads us to a discussion about misinformation, because aside from being in, you know, the nonprofit sector, the business sector, I have a master's degree in public health. Mm -hmm. So these these things really concern me that there's so much misinformation in both the Latino and the African-American community. So much so that a lot of people that I know have said, I'm not getting the vaccine. Mm -hmm. No way. You know, <laughs> even if they've already had COVID, like I have yeah. a family member in Fontana um, yeah. and she's like, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and she has kids. So that's this trust factor is so critically important yeah. to have these in, um, deep conversations with people about, 
and listen, right? Really listen. Why won't you? You know, right. what, what, what is the deep seated issue that yeah. makes you mistrust, you know, vaccines? And then you're going to get some really good answers because yeah. there are reasons for both communities to be there are a lot of reasons there's a lot of reasons so they definitely need to talk to us because they're the one who set the stage in a bad way in the first place so mm -hmm. now so now because of that we don't really trust them and when mm -hmm. we don't trust them it makes it difficult because it's this continuous cycle going on where People are continuously getting infected because of misinformation, uh, misrepresentation. Uh, they don't really care for us and our communities. So it really makes that difficult and that cycle continues. So I am hoping that with this new approach, this new administration, this new group, we'll be able to, to see some more, um, uh, uh, I want to say, trustworthiness coming from mm -hmm. them. And mm -hmm. so more people can trust them and get more involved in the process. Because believe yeah. me, man, July of next year, I don't want to have to wear a mask and gloves and all of those things out mm -hmm. there. You know, mm -hmm. I want us to somewhat start interfacing with each other again. That's what it's, I want. It's important that we start. We we are able to uh, uh, reunite and integrate with one another. Um, so so we have our work cut out for us, yeah. but we definitely have to be compensated for that. So I yeah. I too hope there are more grants that are presented out there for us to be part of you know we are stakeholders in the community yeah. so utilize us to get to the people to make sure because we all you know that that they are understanding yeah. um what needs to be done and you're right people you know they're, they're very mistrustful of, yeah. the, of the vaccine but then yeah. you have to go you know i don't want to i don't want you to die either but if yeah. but the more knowledge we have yeah the, the more comfortable you will be with it um i host another program on thursdays called the community business briefing and oh. and and it talks about funding that's coming on. I have to send you uh, when we go come when we we're dark for the holidays now, but mm -hmm. when we come back, I'd love to have you come on, Marta, there to speak as well because we're building out our calendar because we're talking uh, to individuals about you know funding. But one of the things we had someone that was a he's a pharmacist, um, and he was talking yesterday about he he set in on all of the. Um, conversations when they were uh, with the vaccine. So he was bringing the information to us um, from his conversations. And he was basically saying one of the issues right now is uh, the, with the black and brown community, we were not incorporated in the tri clinical trials, uh, some of it because of us. So they really truly is not a, they don't understand how it may work with us or may yeah. not work with us. Yeah. And that's very important yeah. that we're part of clinical trials because uh -huh. that's how they get their scientific basis. That's where they get that from. So yeah. it's a lot of work. And, and Gilbert and I both say this in the organizations that I work, I think for America to be a healthy country, it's going to require the black and the brown, all minorities coming together to speak the same language. And we yeah. all working collaboratively together yeah. because mm -hmm. our people are the most marginalized people in this country yeah. and it's going to take all of our voices to be yes. heard. That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. And if, if they divide us, right, they win. Yeah. If right. We unite us, then we win. We win. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that, um, 
that's a good point to kind of pivot back to the this topic of coaching. Yeah. Um, because all three of us are coaches, right? Yeah. And yeah. Consultants, but all three of us are coaches. And yeah. I think this transition time for everyone, businesses, nonprofit leaders, parents, you know, leaders of any kind, it's so important to have somebody be a, a wise sounding board in mm -hmm. order for you to take the, right next step because there's a lot of different things that you could be doing but yeah. it's so important to focus on you yeah um, you are where your energy is and also on the dreams yeah. that you have for the future because i heard some quote i'm not really sure where i heard it first you have to dream about the future but yeah. then you have to keep remembering that dream yeah yes. but you need to create that dream and remember it so that you can focus on it and create it right yeah. and i think that's the magic that entrepreneurs have right yeah. whether it's a business entrepreneur or a nonprofit entrepreneur yeah. they can dream and they can make those dreams happen by focusing on those dreams but wow. when our spirits are tired like right now and exhausted yeah. coaches mm -hmm. like the three of us are very much needed yeah. in order to continue and succeed because i i suspect that a lot of people are beleaguered and exhausted and burnt out and just ready to get rid of 2020, but not really ready for 2021. Yeah. And um, I just want to put it out there. Um, right. We're here for you. Yes, for sure. Gil and I are here for you. So if you want to talk to me or either of them, I highly recommend it. I already gave my testimony how Gil helped me, right? <laughs> this was just giving me a ton of great ideas in this conversation. <laughs> so, we're going to have a, a conversation. And um, in I think we're going to do it in March or April, and I would love to have you part of it. Um, the uh, I have set up a task force so that we can get our voices heard. So we're pinpointing some issues. But And part of the community-based uh, briefings that I do, we're going to have a, a, a um, utility summit. Mm -hmm. And we're going to bring all of the utility entities oh. in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to help you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I will call you and, and have that conversation with you. We're going to have all of the, the, the Edisons, the, all the bodies, and we're going to have these real conversations about future. And so that will be a good opportunity for us to talk about training and apprenticeship program, training programs. Oh, yeah. Help. Yeah, so that'll be a, it's going to be a four hour, half a day. And Gilbert, of course, you're wow. there because it's cost of the yeah. procurement. But yeah. we want to start having those level of meetings. One of the things that we have found with um, the business briefing, people are showing up because we're, we're at the table or the people that we bring to the call is at the, they're at the table. Yeah. Now they're sharing that information to you, the uh -huh. person that can't get to the table. Yeah. Right? And they are coming out and they're listening in the four, since I, I launched it, it was launched in March. We've had about 475 people that have come through that platform wow. and, and every Thursday. And that then how how needy people are and they they're thirsty for the information now so right. we want to make sure that we're all using that platform Perfect. Yeah. and i want to introduce you to green improvements that that solar installation firm that i talked about that's all african-american yeah uh, because i think 
they could probably give some insight onto how they've accomplished it. You know, yes, to my yes. knowledge, they're the only all African American solar installation company that exists from my research. So wow, it's pretty That'd be awesome. So I would love you to be part of that and 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 help us make and make sure that it's successful and that everyone. But I love the direction, and this is what we need to be doing right now, right? Yeah, exactly. How we're going to help our people really uh, pivot and and become very self-sufficient because one of the things we found with COVID is you can't have one stream of revenue. Right. You have to think out of the box. You have sure. to be ready to pivot. So you have to have your capacity building. You have mm-hmm. to have what Gilbert has with Small Biz Pro. You yeah. have to have all. And this is the prime time. We're still all in a learning mode right now. And That's so right. taking all this information. But then I think the three of us and anyone else that is doing the coaching like we do, we need to help them strategize because you're a strategist, so you you know that it seems like we don't operate from strategy, that we operate from emotion and transaction. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. 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 That is and, so, and, true. so very true. And I've I've come to realize that being a strategist means having a vision. Yeah. And creating a roadmap for that vision. And and people can't have that vision without having hope. So wow. that's a lot of what you you guys provide, right? Is that yeah. hope mm-hmm. and and that inspiration, so that people can envision that, not just the outcome, but how to get there, right? And right yeah. now, we just gotta really be concerned about creating that inspiration for that vision of what they're gonna do with their businesses or mm-hmm. their nonprofits, um, and how they're going to create multiple streams of income, but yeah. by starting with that one vision, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Definitely. So, Martha, if there's three things that you'd like our audience to take away from you today, mm-hmm. what what would those three things be? Uh-huh. Um, so, so, sometimes when we do was, workshops, when, yeah. when we do workshops, sometimes it's you know it's it's good to kind of recap, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I've always just listened to my intuition and my my values, right? Yeah. So my values are be a connector right for community and and their engagement so that they can can have the resources and they can have the voice right so that's one common theme throughout my life because i've been so many different things i'm like what connects all of these experiences but that's number one right connecting people to each other and to resources and to their own voice right Mm -hmm. and i think when when you're in service of others as both of you are Um, that creates its own level of happiness, right? Uh Your own internal happiness by being in service of others. So I would say whether you're a nonprofit person or you're a business person, when you connect your service to serving others, Mm -hmm. your, your, whatever you do will flourish. And that's why social enterprise is such a buzzword right now, because Mm -hmm. everybody's trying to show like, I don't just have, a computer business, I'm actually donating dollars to this community um, to build water systems in Africa, mm-hmm. or water systems in Guatemala, or to build, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody wants to show and demonstrate that they can do that. So, yeah. um, and, it, and it inspires more people, but I think it inspires people when you do it authentically. Yeah. If you're just doing it to be helpful, I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, if you're just doing it to market, sorry about that. 
yeah. the battery was not doing up. If yeah. you're just doing it to market, it shows, but you have to do it authentically. So follow your heart, follow your passion, integrate it with your values and follow your intuition. Um, and that will get you not just into 2021, but it, it'll set you up for success for the rest of your life. That okay. is fantastic. We That's so amazing. That. that is amazing. If anyone uh, want to reach out to you, uh, how would they do that? And we can put that in the chat. You can put it in the private chat and then I'll bring it over to the. Okay. I'll put it in the chat, but my, my website is Segura strategies for good. Segura strategies for good.com. Right. It's the four letter four or. Oh yes. The, the, the number four. Okay. I mean, the number four. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in there right now. www.segurastrategies. Okay. We're good. And then I'm I'm also on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. But if, if they reach me in Segura Strategies for Good, I have my email in there. And then I could just relay them to whatever information it is that they need. Thank you for asking, Crystal. Yeah, that is, yeah, because you are just, I mean. She's phenomenal, man. She's phenomenal. <laughs> And, and, and I and, and you and and I feel this energy because it seems like we we were cut from the same cloth. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I know a Kenyan spirit when I see one. <laughs> Compliments. <laughs> and, and I want to definitely do some things with you. And and I think both awesome. of us we we truly want to help our people. And we want to help our people grow and be the best that they can be. Yeah. And um, there's not a lot of us out there, That's but right. the ones that are out there uh, are just so valuable to our community. So mm -hmm. I, 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 kudos to you for all your work and all of those components that you brought together to, to yeah. create who you are today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you both. And I feel honored to be with both of you. And, even more honored that this is your last show of the season. And, and, and you you were the one who took us out. It took us out of, of the year. <laughs> so so and the, I, I will make sure you have a link. It's, 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 it's broadcast live on Facebook and it's also on YouTube. Um, and there's been a lot of comments and stuff going on. I think right now on Facebook, we got about 40 people that is reached, but awesome. I'm going to yeah. boost it out there after we're done and after I put all the bells and whistles to it so i think um our it, it will get a lot of more momentum because i think yeah. this is the message that people have to hear but i want to in the new year uh, we can we can reach out to each other in fact let me just give you my contact information right now yeah. sounds good and we can um you know uh get together and and talk about how we can help each other and yeah. uh, and i definitely want you to be part of the um the mm -hmm. briefing, the business briefing. The bi business briefing, but mo most importantly, the summit that we're going to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if there I could leave your audience with one question, I would ask them to, to write down the one thing that they want to change for 2021, not as a New Year's resolution, but, but then if they call any one of us, we could help them create a map, like a roadmap to get there. Right. Right. I love that. To write it down. I and love start it. Thinking about it and just working it and working it. Right. So write, write, write down, down the one thing, thing you would like to change for 2021. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. not a it's not a resolution. 
No, it's not a resolution. It's it's something permanent. It's going to happen, yeah. and it's going right. to stay that way. And we're going right. to and Gil, Crystal, or myself, or any person with tons of wisdom can help me. But I recommend Gil and Crystal. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 and Martha. I, 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 I do too. Martha. <laughs> and Martha. And I think it's really important that you said that this is not a re resolution. This is something that is going to be life changing for. For all of us as, as people of this country and, and I will say um, one of the things that we've recognized with this with the man in the White House right now is that we have to get back to caring about each other yeah. we have to get back to the basics of human uh, um, human integrity yeah. uh, human uh, our moral compass we have to change yes. um, and, and and loving one another as humans, I um I had gone with some friends to Dana Point not long ago, and I woke up in the morning. We had had an interesting situation this, the day before, um, uh, uh, that got me to thinking that when you think about when I think about us from a from a from a a, a spiritual a place, we're all the same person. We just have a different coat. Yeah. Right. Yes. Our outer yeah. coat is different, but yeah. inside, we God wanted us. We are the same people. We bleed yeah. like each other. We love like each other. We we grieve like each other. Yeah. We we we, we rejoice like, like each, each other. other. Yeah. 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 And and we care for the people in our family. And yeah. that's that's the general thread that I don't care what color your coat is on the outside. Yeah. That's what your inside is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the way God intended it to be. Yeah. And we have to get back there. Right. That's right. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, now, Martha, do you know, have you heard anything much about the COVID relief um, funding that they're fighting over in Congress right now? Do you know if they came to any resolution? Yeah, I, I think they, uh, Sanders announced yesterday that every, uh, every adult is going to be getting $600 and every child is going to be getting $500. So they agreed on that. But he said, please just look at that. For a week? For huh? a week? For a week? No, I think just for the rest of the year, you know. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. That's right. and um and he says it's it was the only thing that they could agree on. Yeah. Um, but once the Biden administration kicks in, yeah, they're gonna go for something much much more sustainable, much more long term, okay. much something that's gonna truly help the economy and, and families recover. So yeah. he was he was disappointed, but at the same time saying like, look, it's all we could get. It's what we could get. And I'm grateful for that. But yeah. we're, we're with this, we're going to continue to fight for something much bigger, much more necessary. And I remember Obama's American recovery act and yeah. when that, that kicked in. Right. I think this is going to be about 10 times bigger than that. Right. right? And so, remember, remember Biden was in charge of that, right? He was in charge of the American yeah, Republic. Yes. Right? yes. So, so, so he's familiar. He's familiar with that process. He knows that's that right. right. That's exactly right. Do, so, you think, do you think they're going to shut down the government tonight at midnight or do you think this deal will allow them to? No, I know Jimmy Gomez was flying back there today and Sanders is saying he's staying there and oh. they're encouraging other senators Crystal, remind them to subscribe and hit the bell in, in YouTube and Facebook, okay? Go ahead.
Go ahead. All righty. So you guys have been tuned into the business zone with Christo and Gilbert Buchanan, your small business <laughs> <phone medic. laughs> And we want to wish everyone, all our listeners that have been following us and, and, and coming to us every week, a happy, happy holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. We want you to be safe. So please, please take this 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 virus serious we want to see you in 2021 and we don't want you to be ill when we do see you so please do that make sure you're back with us in january first friday in january i don't know what that is i think it's i think it's a, i think it's a fifth and a we fifth. also we also want to thank our very 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 special guest Miss Marta Segura. Okay. <laughs> thank you for being the, on our show. And we want to thank all our other guests that have been on for the full for the full year of 2020 mm -hmm. that supported us. Um, so we are going to be out and you can catch us in our you can go to our website. And you can go to our YouTube channel and our Facebook channel to see the archives of the show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Ding, ding. And mm -hmm. so that when we come back in January, you'll get notifications that we're here. Tell we're going to take... Tell them the website. What's the website? And the website is uh, The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And our Facebook page, our YouTube page, our Twitter page, our Instagram page is the exact same name, The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And we will see you guys in 2021. Gilbert and I are going to get some much needed rest. Uh, <laughs> it, it's been rough this, the last couple of months. Oh, and, yeah. Um, we're going to come back stronger, more enthusiastic, more motivating than you can possibly imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you guys be safe. Have a happy holiday and we will see you. But you guys can see me on social media. I'm there all day. And, and so y'all can say oh, hello. Oh, Crystal, I remember I have one announcement before we What's go. That? So on Monday, Monday morning at 11 o'clock, I will be teaching uh bank loan readiness class for the urban league hosted by jp morgan chase mm -hmm. and uh, it's one of those programs where they're um they're advancing black entrepreneurs and it's called the power of capital so mm -hmm. i'll be teaching last i taught the part one was last monday and part two is this monday monday the 21st at 11 o'clock we had about 28 30 people on the in, in the workshop last Friday last Monday so okay. we're hoping to have more and if there's any of you out there who want to join this workshop make sure you eat you you email me my email is here in the chat Gilbert at the Buchanan group net so I can register you guys and get you guys in the program so I wanted to leave them with that all righty so we'll see you guys bye bye uh, as a small biz pro, I saw we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, I saw we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a business man, yes I'm an entrepreneur